The following content contains coarse language, adult references, and very strong views of opinion. So if you're easily offended by any of the above, we ask you to kindly fuck off. Hey, come on now. It's on the sermon's rounds upside down. Devin and Jesse here to give you the news. So there's no excuse to be blue. My name is Gavin Derue and I tore my ACL on a trampoline and you can't teach that. And this right here, well this is Jesse Teakin and he shares a resemblance of that to a turtle and you can't teach that. Puddle boom, realest guys in the room. How are you doing? I walk in episode 5. Of the DNT podcast, the one we don't talk wrestling, and if you ain't down with that, there's only one word to describe you, and that's S A W F T. So, ah, Jesse, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I've had better days. I've definitely had better days, and you you know that for a fact. Yes, I do, because I witnessed it the other day. He witnessed it uh, last Monday. The last, the last podcast we did about NXT TakeOver, go check that out. Yeah, definitely. Go for it. We uh, went to Bounds for our friend's birthday. And this retard decided to do a Swanton Bomb. <laughs> How many times did I do it that day, though? That's the thing. I, know, I, did, I did it so many times. I did times. it quite a few times as well. And then the last time I do it, right at the end of our session, I tear my ACL. <laughs> How did I, was, I didn't actually see how it happened, but I saw you lying in the phone pit afterwards, <laughs> and everyone's just surrounding. And I'm just like, "What's happened?" So I go over there, and I see you just lying in the phone pit, laughing your head off, <laughs> and in pain. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll explain the story. Go for it. So uh, I, what we were doing, we were hanging out by like the whole wall jumping kind of area thing most of the time. And then a couple of guys are going, oh, let's go to the frame pit thing and do flips in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. This is, you know, what else can you do at trampoline park? Yeah. And everyone's had their go, and then it's up to me, and one of the guys goes, oh, do a flip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll do, I'll do a front flip because that's all I know how to do it. So I get my couple of jumps, one, two, you know, to get most air. And then like you do, to get the most air, you have the biggest jump right at the end. Yeah. And as I've done it, I've heard this snap and I felt my knee twist to the left. And then I done a flip. Oh, <laughs> I still did the flip. <laughs> you still did the flip even though your leg was dangling from your bloody... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, what can you do? And I then guess? I'm in the pit and I'm screaming for help because like, I don't think anyone can hear me. And then everyone comes over and I'm giggling. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. Like, but it didn't hurt that bad. Yeah, weird. well, it was an interesting turn of events because we had to drive your car back home. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was... <laughs> and then I had a very fun night at the emergency department. I'm not going to get into that. 
Yeah, quite a few hours worth of waiting. All I'll say is I know I was spitting on a doctor for being rude to me. Yeah. That fucking bitch. <laughs> but right. yeah, um, so here we go, episode five. I was going to kick off um, with something that I have to t- discuss, obviously. We did say we were going to talk about this. Yeah. We were going to talk about the whole issue with the SFX uh, tearing of pages. For, the, for those that don't know, SFX is St. Francis Xavier College. We're talking about the Berwick campus, which is one Jesse and myself both went to. Yeah. Um, well, of course, we never lie to our listeners. Well, there's no bullshit with us. So this I'm is going to hold barred podcast. I'm just going to explain what we tried organizing. Um, you guys, we obviously announced it a couple of weeks ago that we were going to be doing this. And I had a f- couple phone calls with the school trying to organize the principal and things were going quite well until they never got back to us at the end of it. They didn't return my phone calls. They didn't answer the phone. So I'm not going to bury anyone, obviously. I'm not going to bury the principal because I haven't met him. But that doesn't look very good on them. No, because more or less we were like, hey, come on the podcast, spend, I don't know, 10, 15, even 20 minutes and just tell your side of the story. Explain what happened because, you know, we thought the way he was portrayed in the Herald Sun and the Age and all these different newspapers and articles was just horrific. Oh, it's bullshit. The way he was, they slandered his name, they defamed his name. It's all bullshit. because of a student and a parent. It's typical. Yeah. You know, because, oh, jeez. I, I, and I've got a sister that's in year nine, so I'm, I'm pretty aware of what's going on because I've had quite a few arguments with people on Facebook and it's usually the same people. I'm not going to mention their names. All I've got to say is, why do you still have them as a friend? Because it's really entertaining it seeing is. the shit that they say on other and the, posts. And the second thing too is like, why is it whenever you post something up, they feel the need to like do the opposite of what you are saying? I don't know. I, like this dickhead seems like the kind of person, <laughs> if you go, rape is bad, she'll go, oh, rape is good. It's, yeah, she, she, he, he or she, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say who it is, but. Uh, it's a shemale, fuck it. All right. Well, this, this particular person, um, yeah, I, I've never really gotten along with, I was, I, I mean, it's, I don't know ill hate towards her, it's just like, for God's sake, you always have to have some reason to bud your way in. I saw it got shut down the other day, so that was pretty entertaining, but anyway, we're getting off topic, I tried, ex- I tried fuck organizing, fuck yeah, I know, I tried organizing, <laughs> um, and we meant feminists in quotation marks. Not the real ones, the fucking retard ones. I think that's another podcast episode on its own. Yeah, pretty much. We'll, we'll talk about it another time. We will. Yeah, we'll probably get a lot of people butthurt otherwise. Um, but yeah, I tried organising it with the principal. Got through to the assistant. She seemed pretty on board with it. Didn't get, didn't get a call back for about a week. Called him back. Didn't get an answer. So yeah, thanks guys, you know. We're, we're former students. I said to them that we're not going to bury him on the podcast, and I actually did say bury. <laughs> Jesse used wrestling terminology yeah. with the principal's assistant. Yeah, but I, I I tried organizing it, and obviously they're not really interested in doing it. That's fine with me. Um, but regardless, we're going to talk about it anyway because we got a lot to say about it and a lot of shit that we want to get out of our chests because let's just say I was pretty angry that day. <laughs> Yeah, the situation that happened is just bullshit and just got handed in such a poor manner. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic what actually went on with that whole entire thing. Cause it's so, like- I mean, to give, a, to give a very quick overview of what happened is 
Uh, what what class was it for? Let's let's explain the full thing because we oh, have to go into detail. Um, so what happened was the last day of term last year, um, the year nines got um, asked to go to the hall, and this is this is what the Herald Sun is saying. This isn't the actual story of what actually went on because I've heard the entire story. My sister was there, so she told me the entire thing. Um, Who's the Malaka that wrote the uh, story? Let's find out right now. Yeah, we'll defame um, this Malaka's name. Who is the person? You know what's funny? They haven't even got their name on it. Oh, I can't make him the shithead of the week. Oh, well, whoever wrote the shitty articles are the shitheads of the week. Exactly. Um, How dare you? You call that journalism? Oh, Jesus. It's like at the moment on Facebook, one of the top news things on the side is the fact that Kylie Jenner was at Coachella and she wore different wigs. Who cares? Exactly. That's Why does that make news? I don't know. But yeah, like, um, so the, the story, what happened, they got called into the hall. Um, they were told to bring that particular book with them, which was a year nine PE book. That's what which, um, Yeah, it was, it was a sport book. And they, um, this is what the Herald Sun said. The Herald Sun said that they were forcefully told to um, rip a particular page out, which um, apparently referred to... Sex Before Marriage and Homosexuality, which we'll get onto in a second. Um, yes. And they were told that they could not leave until it was removed. Um, firstly, I'll say that was bullshit. It wasn't true. Um, that They were allowed to leave. They weren't actually locked into the hall like fucking Herald Sun and all them made it out to be. Um, yeah, so the particular page... Oh, so, yeah, that, that happened... Um, and then, obviously, a particular student, which I will not name because it's I don't want to say it. I'd rather go tell the school about it rather than tell them on here because I know who they are. Damn. Um, yeah, their particular family went to uh, the media and obviously got a really good paycheck from it because apparently they're going on holidays or some shit from what I got told. Because Yeah, that's, that's wrong because right, you told me this particular little shit who, by the sounds of it, if I had the chance, I would fucking... <laughs> kick the head while they're on the ground. Fuck, I don't man. mean any kind of kick. The I mean, like, I mean kids, like, man. I mean like pride fucking soccer kicks to the head. That's disgraceful. They're walking around bragging that they almost lost this man's job. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's what a, I got that's told. That's the thing. Like his name got defamed and stuff, and he's you know potentially you know couldn't have a career out of this because of what happened. Yeah, well, what I got told was though that yeah they were going around and bragging about it the next day but um here comes the money yeah pretty much and um here we go money talks so um yeah the, the page itself which we'll get onto in a second yes was we'll. being told to remove which is you know what's funny they actually didn't forcefully make everyone remove it because my sister still has it she still has it in her book. So, you know, if, if, if they couldn't leave without the bloody page, then what's the big deal then? You know, the only... P- All right. So that's the actual story of what um, what the Herald Sun's made it out to be and stuff like that. Um, All right. So we're going to the actual page because, you know, people want to know what it actually says. Herald Sun didn't attach it, whereas a couple other places it did. And I've had a proper look at what this page says and what's on it and stuff. All right. So the questions read, um, okay, so the first question says, do you believe in sex before marriage? Why and why not? And then it's got a big gap there where to write or whatever. 
Then the second question is, what age do you think it is suitable for somebody to become sexually active? Provide reasons for your response. And the third question is, what tips could you pass on to a friend who is considering having sex for the first time in order to ensure that they are ready? Okay. I understand, like, a kid's got to learn about sex and sex education and stuff. But these are the kind of questions you don't ask children. You ask adults these kind of questions. You ask you ask these questions to senior students, not year nines. Yeah, not, not to the junior campus. You, ask, you go to senior campus. I still think even to year 10 is a bit immature for it. I think to year 10 is too immature because a lot of people won't take this question seriously. And, like, I understand why these are inappropriate because I thought they were inappropriate to ask year nines. Because I was in U9, and I can tell you what, if those questions got asked, they would not be taken seriously. No. And from what I've heard from different various people about how this thing's gone on in the school, no, nah, it, it's obviously not appropriate for them because they, they won't take it seriously. And that's the thing. Those I'm only talking about those questions. I'm not talking about sexual education. I'm not talking about homosexuality or anything like that. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm just talking about those particular questions, which is what the school is particularly talking about. They're not talking about homosexuality because we went there and we know exactly what it was like over there. And apparently it's changed a lot since we were there. Okay. Because I like kind of the whole uh, homosexuality thing, because I remember like my year 12 class, we did... The Beaumonts. Beaumonts are essentially a big... Not a big, it's an essay thing you do. Not an essay, sorry. It's a speech. Speech, yeah. About a particular, like, topic. And the one I always did was just how, you know, metal was kind of... Had a very bad reputation for having kids go out on murderous rampages and killing themselves sort of thing, which I thought was absolutely bullshit. But then we had other students that wanted to discuss gay marriage. And, you know, they were in favour for it. But we went to a Catholic school. They wouldn't let it happen. They said you can talk about gay marriage, but you have to be on the side of the Catholic Church. And this is the thing that people really misunderstand. It's not necessarily the sc- it's not necessarily the principal that's making these decisions. There's a fucking board there that makes a decision with twelve at least twelve people or so that are on it. And well, this is from speaking from experience. They are fucking out of touch from they when really I was are. there, um, and they don't really think about. A progressing society that doesn't mean it's the principal's fault it's the board it's not his fault so don't v- make him into the villain we don't know if he's voted yes or no on that I, I don't i don't know if he voted yes or no on that and that's fine i don't all we know is the majority of the board voted on it yeah but the thing is with that those beaumonts i'm not too sure if it's changed or not but there was always a few select teachers that were like this is bullshit we're gonna um, allow it, which is one of the teachers, Miss Nichols, who actually allowed it, who mm. unfortunately passed away not too long ago. Yeah, a lot of battle of cancer. One of the best English teachers I ever had. Like, it's funny, we didn't do much in terms of actually actual English. It was more debates and stuff, which was... I felt I felt I learnt a lot more in her classes just debating. So did I. I had more fun in her classes than anything else because you get onto a, po- onto a topic like politics or anything like that and then we'd go for a whole class. Exactly, you know? it was great. But, um, yeah... Um, and th- th- this the, the right. principal's just just the face of it. That's it. Yeah, he's he the, doesn't get the final say. Nah, never is. But um, his his is what this is where people have this part of the page because there's Hang a bottom on. part of the page. Well, before Hang we on. get to this, 
before we get to this, yeah, I I'd consider us adults. I guess. Yeah, we're young adults. Young adults. Yeah. Let's 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 give these answers a go. Right, let's, let's, Jesse. Do you believe in sex before marriage? Why or why not? I do because. Um, <laughs> Don't say try it before you buy it. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, well, well, you, you got to take a car for a test ride before you marry him. Exactly. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you experience those sort of things? I mean, would I advocate doing it really, really early, like twelve to fourteen? I wouldn't necessarily advocate it because it's a bit fucked, but. Um, I guess like you're in high school, you do that sort of shit. Yeah, sixteen and up, whatever. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I say no. I, this whole no sex before marriage thing, you know, it's just it's something implemented by the church. It's a natural thing that people do. I don't exactly. know what the big problem about it is. How do you explain the cavemen's and that? They didn't have God. In they didn't give a shit. <laughs> they just they, fucked. They, had they their, probably fucked their own sister. and Had no idea. They probably had some spiritual shit, but I don't think that they believed in this thing. Um, which is, I think, I'd, by the way, the Catholic Church is the biggest con artist on the planet. That's controversy. Yeah, but I'm. I'm I'll explain hey, that right. on another You're one. Absolutely right. I'll explain that on another one. But let's get to a second question. <laughs> I never thought we'd actually do this. <laughs> well, I, I think we should because, like, like, good like I pointed out, I said these questions are just a little too much for the junior campus. These are the kind of like you read the kind of questions, and these are the ones you read. You, you know, your father might say to you as a teenager. Mm. You know, they might give you some tips in that. See, that's the thing. It's the parents' When you're like 16, 17, 18. These questions are parents' responsibility, not the school's. Exactly. That's the thing, because everyone has different morals and teachings. But then again, you find a lot of parents now are really reluctant about the birds and the bees. That's the problem as well. Yeah. yeah. They just, oh, we'll let the school do it, whatever. And it's like, no, you should tell them your fucking experiences with exactly. this sort of thing. Exactly. I don't know. I think we'll be a lot smarter when we're older about it. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to when our generation starts becoming uh, leaders and stuff. Hopefully, we don't fuck it up too Hopefully much. Hopefully, we don't have idiots like the Kardashians or Jenners running the countries or uh, anything like that. God. But yeah. Hey, with Donald Trump, if you got money, you can become president. Pretty much. But here's the second question. We may as well do, we may as well do all of them. Might as well. Yeah. Are you asking or am I asking? You, you ask it. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you're, i got mate, the teacher got, voice. <laughs> yeah, and you got better eyesight than what I do. <laughs> I know, because you got a cracked phone screen. Not to mention the shit, the quality of this actual page is <laughs> yeah. shit. Uh, what, okay, uh, question B. What age do you think is suitable for someone to become sexually active? Provide reasons for your response. <sighs> this is a tough one. Now, I think between like ages 10 and 12 is when you kind of discover, you know, how to jack it off sort of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's after that that you want to try it with, you know, a chick. But it's, uh, like I said, I think the legal age here is 16 and up, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> it has to be 16. Yeah. Unless it's changed, then I don't know. I don't know, because I just, like, you know, you hear kids, like, you know, 12 and 13 losing their virginities, and it's like, what the fuck? You can barely get it up at that point. It's a bit fucked. That's, it is. That's a bit too but, young. I mean, for me personally, I think 16 and up, you you know 16, 16 to like 18 19 is more of a, a fun sort of thing you need to experience it mm. you're doing it for the first time learning yeah. how what works what doesn't and then as you become an adult it becomes a whole different thing exactly i'd probably say about 
I w- I'd say about the same as you. I'd say like the early time is when you don't do it, you, but you're discovering. And then once you get to about 15, 16 is when you think about it, really. Exactly. You start looking at girls in class and you get random boners and that's when... That, that's when... Uh, I hate when, when you, that... I hated when that happened in school. Bloody hell. See? Just the awkward... The awkward random times. It just come, It just happened and I'd be like, fuck, what do that's I do? Like, that's the only thing I'm jealous about with girls. You know, they don't have to conceal a bone alone. I was well, I was watching the cancer of the internet the other day, BuzzFeed. <sighs> oh no! And they were discussing, you know, um, like women were explaining how, like, like what happens when they feel horny, and they're like, you know, you just you just feel it, sort of thing. But the best part is, we can walk around all day, and you got no idea how fucking horny we are. Whereas with a bloke, it's like we gotta physically fucking hide it. You know? Exactly. <laughs> we, you know, you gotta tuck it into the fucking top of your jeans and you fucking put your shit over it, and no one knows. You gotta. Or if you're at school and you notice, you know, kids walk around with fucking books in front of their junk. That stuff. always happened. That you, that used to be my go-to thing. Or I don't know. It, it's it's a hard one to deal with. But it is, but yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd say from personal experience, maybe a little bit later into your, Teams. maybe like maybe into like. 16, 17, 18 around that don't do it 15 because that's a regretful thing you get the point (laughs) sort of yeah Uh, and last question what tips could you pass on to a friend who's considering having sex for the first time to ensure that they are ready be fucking safe yeah exactly (laughs) don't be a tool wrap up no don't be a fool wrap up your tool boom don't be silly wrap up your willy boom and then there's something about rubber too. I don't know. <laughs> Wear a condom. You just got to be smart about it. That's the bottom line. You got to, you got, and don't do what one of my friends did during his first time. <laughs> I'm not going to tell the story. Let's just, well, okay. <laughs> let's just say like, the end result wasn't daddy, but it could have been. It could have been. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> if he listens to this, he's going to be like, fuck you. I don't have it on Facebook anyway. So oh, well, that's he all won't right. See it. Yeah, well, um, that's yeah, that's how good a friend he is. I'd say, him. oh, well, fuck. Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah, obviously, like what you said, be smart about it. Make sure you're doing it with the right person because you don't want to be going around with some fucking idiot. Yeah, true. Because I, I know people that have, I, I've, I've heard a lot of crazy things from people, and there are particular girls out there. I'm not saying all because I know a lot of people are gonna go fucking. Oh, you, you're, you're a fucking sexist cunt. No. Um, there's quite a few girls out there who are actually, they, they do certain things to get themselves pregnant. Oh, uh, so, I have heard about this. Yeah. So they'll, um, you know, make sure that you do not take a condom from a girl cause that's a bad idea. Probably chances are it's probably got a hole in it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, be, just be careful with who you go for. Just, just be smart. It, it's, it's common sense, but yeah. some people are stupid. So it's one of those things like, you know, um, I wouldn't recommend doing it while really drunk, sort of thing. Mm-mm. I've got experience in that. Don't do it. <laughs> you know, do it with someone you, you know, definitely have feelings for, sort of thing. Make a special moment if it's your first time. Exactly. Wear protection, even if she wants to fucking wear a female condom. <laughs> uh, there is such thing of those as well. I've I only found out about it like maybe a couple of years ago. It's they're I fucked. I know, I had no idea They're about it. Fucked. Well, we've answered we've answered the questions now. Um, and see, as as adults, it's not awkward for us. Could Ima- you imagine? In a, yeah. Imagine trying to get um, year nine. How old's your sister? Uh, you know, your sister's old, your sister's older though. She, I think she might be fifteen or sixteen. She, she, I think she's fifteen. 
I, I'm sorry, I'm terrible with fucking remembering. <laughs> yeah, but your, your sister's older than the other kids in Year Nine, correct? Yeah, she's okay. a year, she's a year older. Okay, so these kids are still fourteen, fifteen in Year Nine. Yeah, there's kids as young as thirteen in Year Nine. Well, how, well, okay, I know it's fucked. I, I got told that. Imagine trying to get you know, imagine trying to get those kind of answers from them. They're sitting there like, uh, I don't know. You know, most of the boys in that class are probably still laughing at the you know. When you say penis and vagina, penis. They laugh. <laughs> oh, the penis game. Fuck, I hated that. The so penis much. game. That I remember. Uh, there used to be the, before we go on. There was this one time during a year ten English exam, we played it. <laughs> one of the kids that I used to be friends with. He, um, yeah. So we we're all playing it, and at the top of his lungs, he's just penis, and everyone's silent. And everyone turns around and looks at him. And we all just died. Oh my god! <laughs> See, I hate I hated English exams because they're so quiet. I don't know how he didn't get kicked out of that. Really? He didn't. Nah, well, he got away you, with it. We we got kicked out if it looked like we were looking at someone's thing. I know. <laughs> right. But yeah, if you coughed the wrong way, get the fuck get, out. Get out! I know it was bullshit. The worst thing though, because like, oh my crutch fell. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing though is like. Because I, I like to crack my neck and my knuckles and stuff. Yeah. And every time we went quiet, really quiet in the exam, yeah, after a bit of writing. Yep. There was, do you get him? Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll get him a crack. Oh, far out. Jesus Christ. Yep. There you go. I, I do that. And like the one time I choose to do it in a really quiet exam is when it's the fucking lads and just echoes through the hall <laughs> and he said like oh shit that was really loud <laughs> <laughs> but oh well let's get back onto topic now so yeah now comes like this this is what I think is a really controversial part of this page which is what people have completely used as their agenda for articles and stuff like yeah. that they don't so, focus on the questions they focus on this yeah which is fair enough but the last part of this is they're talking sexual preference and they're kind of explaining uh Heterosexuality, which is attraction to the member of the opposite sex. Homosexuality, everyone knows that. Attraction to members of the same sex. Bisexuality, you like it both ways. And asexual, a lack of sexual attraction or feeling. Okay. Why can't we talk about this in schools? Because let's face it, that there's I'm, gay kids in school. There's definitely gay kids in school. That stuff should have... I'll, I'll say bottom line now I think that they handled this entire situation wrong and they could have yeah. done it a different way because the way like the way you see it too is like you know tearing being they got they did get told to tear out the page correct they did get told but they weren't forcefully told okay. to do it so from saying that it almost feels as if if you tear this out and put it in the bin it doesn't exist Pretty much. That's how I felt. Because the media made it out to be like it was they were chained to chairs and shit and they were tortured to the point where they had to rip this page out and they were... There were soldiers standing in line with their fucking assault rifles. And they had bayonets going through their chests and stuff yeah. like that. that. That's the way that they made it out. But it was nothing like that. Yeah. Because the, the principal actually went up there and explained what, was, what the reason for it was. It had nothing to do with this part of the page. Even though they probably shouldn't have torn that part out. But then, but then, but then again, then again, again, one like, you know what the funny thing is? The page. Whoa! What, what the hell happened there? Sorry, we got a bit of lag, bit of technical difficulties. Oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, funny thing is, what people don't seem to mention about this page is the next page has everything to do with um, 
with um, homophobics and stuff like that, like how to not, why you shouldn't be homophobic. And okay, coming from that school, yeah, I know. The, like, I don't know if they've changed the way that they used to be, but yeah, the the whole homophobic thing was behind like the next couple pages, which they don't explain. That's weird. Okay, because the thing is, we're not going to name names, but there's a particular teacher there that has a fancy for another teacher in the arts, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, you know exactly who I'm talking exactly. about. I'm sure uh, listeners of this who did go to St. Francis Xavier do know, but <laughs> this particular teacher is very homophobic, you know, very well, religious, very homophobic. That's how he comes across whenever I used to deal with him. Exactly. And the weird thing is like how involved in the arts he is because of this particular uh, woman person he likes yeah and the thing is like how many gay kids are in the arts lots you know and it's almost as if we have to pretend they don't exist oh you gay kids in a catholic school no can't happen no way when i was in when i was uh, year 11 year 12 there was a gay couple oh there was a couple right? in my school as well definitely but the, you know it was almost the thing i hated was well, around oh, that's when they introduced the whole PDA thing, you know, public display of oh, affection. Oh God! You know, and the straight couples were told off and given attention and stuff, but the gay couple, they could do it and there's no issue. Now, I'm not saying equality or shit like that, but the thing that pissed me off was, it's almost as if the teachers pretended not to see the two gay kids making out. So it was the total opposite for me because they used to pick on the gay kids and leave the straight kids alone. Wow! I know that's the thing. I mean, that, that's not representing the whole entire school. That's just particular teachers who are fucking retarded, but... Yeah, too, um, a little old school. Yeah. I, I even remember I used to go to a youth group years ago because mm. there was a girl that I had a thing for. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason for me to go to church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me a nice, nasty Christian girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I remember, um, you know, one of the kids there was gay. Yeah. Right? And one of the other kids had the balls to get up and go, you know, where in the Bible, or just where in religion, does it say gay's bad? Where's there any mention of why they can't get married and stuff? And these two people, you know, they were they were given as a marriage expert sort of thing. These two old Indian people. Oh, God. And they were just telling their, you know, why and where it is in the Bible. And it's like, well, no, it just sounds like you're making up bullshit because it all came down to, oh, morals. And it's just, it's wrong sort of Hell's thing. How is it morally wrong? If you love someone, you can marry them. Simple as that. We're for gay What's, marriage. I don't care. I'm all for it, dude. I got, I got, I got a cousin, well, cousin second cousin whatever who is gay and has a um a partner I, mean, I haven't seen him for a long time but he's i mean if he wanted to get married i absolutely would want him to simple exactly. as that because you know it's it's their right to do it what the fuck are people worried about what's the church oh, worried about you know because the church are fucking retarded exactly dude. now I, I, we should we should keep on going with this but you know marriage wasn't invented by religion or anything no it was religion, no, it was religion. It was, no it was invented by us and the religion took it on board because they could make fucking stacks of cash with it exactly so it's like you know who wouldn't who wouldn't want to have a gay fucking wedding at their church or thing because let's face it like, you know, the gays would probably want traditional weddings too they, they'd either want a traditional wedding at a church or they'd want to go somewhere else so like, at the end of the day it's up to them exactly but now it's like you know which fucking priest or whatever is going to marry them it's it's that, that's that's something that scares me. See, this is a, there's a lot of things about the church that I don't understand. No, sorry, just someone except me on Facebook. Finally, oh, fair enough. <laughs> there's a Fucking lot. Fucking take your time, mate. <laughs> Who was it? Show me. It was Jacob. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> it was half. 
Oh yeah, bloody <laughs> hard. I had, a, I had that like start of the race season. <laughs> but yeah, here's the problem that there's a lot of things that I don't like about the Catholic Church. They should priests should be allowed to marry. Bottom line, simple as that. Um, I don't understand why the church advocates to um, help the poor when they're worth they're the richest fucking organization in the world. Just like World Vision, they're a bunch of cunts too. See, you said organization. They're an organization. They're exactly. not a church. They're a church at the end of the day. They're all about money. And not to mention, there's more than fucking 100 gospels out there. There's, there's some that we don't even know about. There's some that said Jesus had a wife and kids, but you know, no, no, no way. And there's places that, there's churches that are like centuries old that have Mary Magdalene and Jesus, and they're both holding two kids. Exactly. It's like... It's like why wouldn't Jesus have a wife and kids? That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It, it's like aren't we supposed to? You know, aren't we supposed to model ourselves after Jesus? What's wrong with having Why kids? F- exactly. It's like well, if we're supposed to properly model ourselves after Jesus, and we're supposed to be, uh, what's it called? All have long beards, apparently. All have long fucking hair. Mm. Always wear a white robe and be able to do miracles. At the thing. end of the day, church is man-made. Yeah, spirituality isn't. I still say no. I still think religion religion's man made. Yeah, religion, but not spirituality. Nah, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big a on tongue twister. I'm not big on spirits and stuff like that. And I, you know, you know my thing. I know yeah, you're know. big on it because you've witnessed it. Oh, I've witnessed heaps of things. Hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, yeah. the, there's 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 a difference between being religious to a Catholic church, and there's a difference between bet- between being you know a good person. What's you don't have to go to church every Sunday to be a good person. No, simple as that. But yeah, let's get back on track because we were we we were <laughs> we've started I mean, going. We're, still, we're still on topic, but still we on topic, yeah. Just went off in a different direction, but yeah, that's what I hate. Like this whole sexual preference part of the page is almost as if we're trying to pretend that gays don't exist. They fucked themselves up by ripping the page out because with that particular part of the page, they completely fucked it. They did. They they they. The bottom one is the school fucked themselves up. They didn't. It wasn't necessarily just... Um, I mean, I, I still think that it's wrong that the people went to the fucking media about it. Cause Instead of going to the higher-ups at St. Francis exactly. and discussing it like adults. No, we're going to be going to be little children and you know make up a bullshit story, give it to the media, and they're going to give us lots and lots of money. And if it, and if it didn't work out with the higher-ups, then you'd possibly consider your options. Simple as that. No, you go to the higher ups first. That's that's how you do things. You don't. If if you if you got a problem with an employee at work, you're not just gonna um, take it to the media or something like that. Or you're gonna you know lay one out into them like a punch. Simple as that. You're gonna go and talk to a higher up about it and see what you can get organised. Exactly. If you're not happy, I mean, then you go and work out your options. Exactly. Like there was. I used to I used to work in a factory, and there was someone who was you know rather dangerous with a particular piece of equipment. Mm. Almost took out a few people with it, and it's like you know, as as a person, it's like mate, you know, watch yourself. Yeah, there's exactly. other people around. You don't want you don't want to lose your job because you hurt someone. Exactly. They did it again, and that's when I was going, all right, fuck you. I'll let the bosses know, and before you knew it, they were gone. Well, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. Best part was this motherfucker. Then the next day on Facebook. Uh, puts up uh, I work at some was it Snitchville oh Jesus Christ and I looked at it and I screenshotted it showed it to the boss again and it's like yeah he's gone good well be an adult mate exactly but yeah they could have the school the end of the day 
both parties are at fault. They are. The school should have done something differently. The This is one thing I want to address, which really pissed me off when I was on Facebook because it was exploding everywhere. I couldn't get away from it unless I turned off my phone. But the amount of fucking bandwagon jumpers from our school, student, co-students, students from the past um, that were years below me and current students as well, we're talking absolute fucking shit about the school. And I'm thinking, there was people that haven't even been at St. Francis for three years and they're saying, oh, this principal's taking this, principal's taken this school to... Um, taking this school down with him, bring back Dezo, or, you know, he's turned this shit, this school into a piece of shit or something. I don't know. Fucking just bullshit. Yeah. Newsflash, even if uh, Mr. Desmond was there, the same thing would happen no matter what. If the board all voted yes, then it didn't matter. Exactly. Is like, like we said before, the principal is just the face of it. There's a lot more people That's it. behind they're just, it. They're just a spokesperson. They just They get told what to say. There are, say it. there are stakeholders. There are people that own shares in the in the um, school. There's um, there's teachers within that school that own shares. Oh yeah, dude. And they have way too much power for just being a teacher. It's bullshit. There's there's so many. Um, there's the thing is they don't have student representatives on that board, which they no. should. They should have a year twelve representative because they're too scared because they know year twelve student will try and change things. Yeah, because they're, they're afraid of change. That's the exactly. thing. That's why they're so out of touch. But. Um, Swig of water for the walking working man had to, um, and this time I won't chew ice. Yes, but um, I was so disappointed to see what people were saying about the school because there was a lot of people that were saying, "Oh, you know, SFX sucks and all this different stuff." I'm like, "Mate, you haven't been there. You haven't been back in what, like three, four years? How do you know what's going on there? I mean, I'm in the loop because I got I got siblings that are there, exactly. you know, so I kind of know what's going on." I mean, you're different because your sister graduated the same year as me. But exactly. um, but the thing is, like, I did share this post as well. And the funny thing, because like, the kids that graduated, what uh, what year did you graduate? Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, your <coughs> kids are all going. Oh, it's fucking, it's shit, and it sucks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's all the principal's fault. Whereas then, I found the kids that graduated in my year, two thousand eleven, when I shared it, and they started sharing it as well, and they started discussing it. You read the comments; they're very sensible about it, and it's like you know. I under- we understand why they would do this, but they just handled it in the wrong manner. Exactly. This school was very much about its reputation and stuff, and this just tarnished it to the max. They fucked it. Yeah, they did. But, but this is the thing. Like, uh, There was people that were even a couple of years that, um, above me that graduated as well. They were having a bitch about it, and it's just like... This is the thing. There's a lot of bandwagon jumpers on Facebook... Particularly oh, those particular people. I called them out for it, and they had a fucking sook about it, which I don't care. These are the people that once a year become a vegan around uh, what's called oh, Melbourne Cup. God. They're those, oh, they're those horse racing people. is bad. Yet these fucking horses get better treatment than some fucking humans. Exactly. And the thing is, it's like you are very strong about your horse racing. You'd be uh, you'd be arguing this every day of the year. Cause I've worked ra- two Melbourne Cups. How many races are there every year? There's heaps of races. There's thousands. Yeah. I think more. Dude, there's more than that. There's, there's probably one happening right now that we don't know about. Exactly. That, that's just in Australia. We're not even mentioning outs like in fucking the United States and stuff like that. There's it's, heaps. It's a multi-billion dollar business. Exactly. You, you, know, you read some of the stuff from the horse um, trainers and stuff and it's like, no, sorry. We look after these horses really well. And when they you know, they do their races and when they're, when they're done, they get you know the proper treatment and whatever they need. 
And when we think it's time for them to retire, they retire. Mm. I was just... Yeah, I I'm, I can't stand people. I, I, that's why I should probably go on a friend clean out because there's a lot of people that are uh, just idiots on Facebook. Oh, I do, I do one the other day and I got rid of 350 people. <laughs> I, I was sick of it, man. But we're getting off topic again. I'm sorry. Yeah, we always get off topic. But that's 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 the joy of podcasting. Exactly. But, um, Talk about whatever yeah, you want. Here's, here's another thing I just wanted to bring up before we like get on the back burner on this one. Um, all right. So, I have a problem with... Is this your final thoughts? It's not my final thoughts, but I've got a problem with a few things. Like a few other things okay. with this whole situation. The way people don't understand what they've actually done in regards to this. The media don't understand what they've done. The school don't understand what they've done. Even the people that reported this shit don't understand what they've actually caused. Instead of bringing up um, equality and you know um, and you know zero prejudice and all that sort of shit towards that sort of topics, they've actually caused something a lot worse. From what from what I've been told, the students are all tur- like the students have all turned on each other and they're all arguing and shit like. Hell, I'll go even say it now. My sister was in fucking tears that night because she was getting... She had a different opinion to what other people did and she was being, co- being called, oh, he, she's, a, she's a homophobe and all this different stuff and, you know, oh, she's um, she's a, like a bad person because she um, agrees that those um, questions are inappropriate for kids her age and stuff and... Um, heck, they even got to the point where they ended up calling... They ended up making a meme... Um, and photoshopped um, the principal's face onto a f- picture of Donald Trump. Wow. If anything, it's turn- it's made shit worse. It's it's made it has. it's turned everyone against each other. That that's a horrible thing to think about. All these students, like you know, year nines are just divided in half. It's fucked. Like it, it's it's sad. Like I don't I didn't want to see my sister in tears. I read the entire. I read the entire conversation of what was going on, and the fucking kids that she was talking to are fucking stupid, and obviously are not mature enough to understand what what, what the reasoning for it was. They just oh oh it's bad. We're gonna jump on the bandwagon and pretend that we know what we're talking about, but we actually don't because we're stupid and we're immature. You know, it's like and that that just proves my point that these questions are not suitable. For kids of that age, exactly. For your sister, yes. See, my sister's a year older because she and not just that. She, your sister is mature for her age. I know, but she, she even, understands these kind of things. Yeah. Says, you know, your big mouth. But even I oh, know, <laughs> dude. She even fucking said to me like, um, "I don't even find this stuff really appropriate to talk about. Even I don't feel comfortable talking about this sort of stuff at this age." No, like. For us, just between us, whatever, because we're friends. Exactly. But now try having this conversation as an adult with the teacher. Try having this conversation with 29 other students in the class. And exactly. Then, and then somebody telling, like, for example, they say, oh, uh, some student says, oh, I don't believe in sex before marriage. They get out to lunchtime and then this kid's getting harassed. Yeah. If anything, they've they've done damage control with that one. But yeah. They've added fuel to the fire for bullying, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. And our school has a you know zero tolerance on bullying. Oh, but, you know, when the kids get bullied, they do jack fucking. shit. You know what's fucked? That school is. I, I will. This is one of the few negative things I got to say about it. They do nothing about bullying. 
No. The, and the problem is, it's got to do with... It's not necessarily the teachers, it's the higher-ups. It is. Because there's some teachers who go out go out of their way to make sure that bullying doesn't go on. Even even teachers bullying students. There's some particular teachers, like my coordinator, he used to um, help me out with this, that sort of stuff. When I used to get shit from teachers, and they were totally fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I got kicked out of class for using my fucking laptop. I mean, for fuck's sake. Okay. Re- like, I was doing work on a laptop, and I got kicked out of class. Was that when you were in tape? Not tape. No, I was VCAL. in VCAL, yeah. Because we had a substitute, and she was just retarded. And I ended up going to my coordinator, and he sorted it out. Yeah. She looked at your kids in VCAL and said, why aren't you using crayons? Yeah, she's just like, oh, why? why? She was just... She was a fucking yeah. bitch, man. But th- this is the thing. Know. It's fueled... Um, it's put... To feel fire into the fucking bullying it issue. Has. That's the problem with it. So, and you know, saying friends is, I mean, how, how do we finish this? It's just, you know, we understand why you did what you did, but at the same time, the way you handle it has just made things worse for your reputation that you, you know, uh, pretend to have. Unfortunately, yeah, they've. I mean, I don't want to bury the school because I had a lot of good... I mean, obviously, every every school has its flaws. Exactly. But then, you know, I guess me and you had two very experiences within our six years at this school. That's the thing. You had a few bit more. Mine were a bit meh. No, I had a, I had a few experiences that were... I mean, what, are we talking negative experience or positive? Yeah, a bit of both, really. Well, I've had negative experiences, obviously. Definitely. Unfortunately, the teachers that... Um, that I had really good experiences with, and they were really good teachers, and I learnt a lot from. They're either passed away, or they're no they're no longer teaching at the school, which yeah. is sad to know. Because we've like you, we've lost two teachers now that we taught, we got taught by. Actually, I didn't have a role as a teacher. Oh well, you you still have. Yeah, like when I did my drum lessons, and uh, Nate wasn't there, which you know, was very rare. But I'd spend a half an hour in the office if Arale wasn't teaching. Yeah, I'd, exactly. I'd sit there and yeah, talk with him. And he gave me creative freedom to play whatever I want. Whereas, like, you go to senior campus, it's not like that. The neo-Nazi that you got running that head of the department, <laughs> of the arts. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, you know, uh, I'll. Okay, so if you were, if you do go to St. Francis and you listen to this, uh, you know how if you do year ten plus year ten music and above, yeah, you got to play from a list. Just don't mention names. <laughs> I won't mention names, but if you got to play, you got to play songs now from a list that they provide you. I'll tell you why that list came on. I don't think it's something to do with the year ten music class I was a part of. Mm. I'm a metal kid. <coughs> there were other metal kids, and for our last performance, we played a couple of metal songs. Yeah. And next thing you know, we noticed next semester. That was his list you had to play from. Just pathetic. It is. There's a creative freedom there. That, well, and that, that just shows how, you know, this school just doesn't know how to handle some situations. You know, they just try and pretend it doesn't exist. See, the problem is with that, there's a few, there's some good departments, but then there's some really bad departments. The, the the music department, I think, could be a lot more than what it actually is. The arts department is, you know, they are very good to their students, except for the music part. I tried being I tried being the arts captain. I, I oh, so did I, and it went it went to the wrong people for both of us. Yeah, but because fucking you know it's typical favoritism. Well, well believe yeah. it or not, favoritism and it's it's wrong. Well, don't get me wrong. The people that we had weren't too bad. I mean, I I I, I never had any beef with those two, so they were fine. But um, the only problem was I had ideas and I pitched them and they didn't like it. The ex the the captains that were leaving at that time. 
and the um, head of the arts at that time didn't like my ideas. So that's just how it works out, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, to finalize it, I reckon. Is there anything else you would want to cover? It's just, you know, St. Francis, we understand why you did what you did. But the manner you handled it just did not do you any justice, you know. Do we think that the media were too harsh on you guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do we think the principal... They, they actually defamed his name. They used his name. Yeah. That's wrong. It's fucked. I mean, I, I can understand why they used his name, but then again, it's like... They, they they shouldn't have said the way they shouldn't have said it the way that they did. The no. way that the media portrayed it made it out like it was a fucking like a they were being tortured. Yeah. yeah. And it, so it the media, like you that. can go fuck yourself. Uh, to that student and parent that did it, go you know fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> go fucking I don't know. Go sit on a rusty fucking pogo stick or something. <laughs> no holds barred. We live up no to our reputation. No, I'm sorry, just. The way I look at it, what they have said and the way the media's portrayed it, like this man's career, you know, from now on, that's on his resume. Mm. If he leaves St. Francis and goes to get a job in another school and they decide to look him up, what's the first thing that's going to be there? This shit. It's this bullshit. Exactly. And it's like, at the end of the day, he didn't get the final say. It was the fucking board. So, to the board, I don't know, fucking all stand in line with your te- front teeth on a fucking curb so I can jump on all of you. <laughs> Maybe they should just start making changes that was a bit at harsh. school. That was, that was a little bit harsh. That was a little bit harsh. Sorry, I got I got way too working up about that. <laughs> Maybe it's all our pent up frustration from that school that we used I to. I think be it's because I tore my ACL. I think I'm Seth Rollins all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like, yeah, I, I. You've pretty much said everything I had to say, really. But um, yeah. yeah. No hard feelings, principal. If you didn't want to come in our podcast, that's no, okay. If you didn't have the time, whatever. But you know, you didn't really make an effort to get back. Maybe to it us. was your fucking assistant. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, we'll probably come visit at some stage. If you ever listen to this shit, <laughs> exactly. Do a live edition of the DNT podcast at St. Francis Xavier <laughs> College. Why not? We'll talk to it. Well, you know, I think we should try and get one of our ex-teachers, Mr. Mole. Mr. Mole. We have to fucking Mr. get him on. Mr. John Mole, yes. The man that taught us everything we know about sand engineering. Yeah. Well, we, we'll get to that another time, though. So, fucking I guess that's, that's that out of the way. <laughs> um, okay, this is one I've been wanting to talk about for a little bit. Yeah, we're right? moving on. Bloody hell, your dog's a bit sad. Yeah. Coco. I should not listen to <laughs> But yeah, um, like we said last week, I wanted to discuss egos. Yeah. Because, like, we've uh, been in talks with a couple of people to be on this podcast. Oh, we all, we've, we've spoken to quite a few people. Exactly. And some have been very open to it. Like, yeah, we'll do it. Just, um, you know, whenever you, you know, say, I don't know. Okay, it's mainly wrestlers we have been talking to. Well, wrestlers some music and, and music. That's, that's, we've exactly. been talking to a lot of people. And what, you know, what some of them have said is like, hey, next show, uh, when you see me, pull me up and we can discuss uh, how we're going to do it. That's fine with me. It. Then there's other ones that have been, you know, you know, cha-ching. Yeah, pay up, otherwise you're not going to do it. Which, I'd understand if you were like Vince Russo or something like that, or if you were, you know, a top star like Eric Bischoff or, you know, like, heck, anyone that's been somewhere. But, yeah, I... I like within within Australia, I think I, I've got no problem fucking paying for things. It's just when the way that you t- deal business that's the problem. Yeah, it's unprofessional. 
exactly and i kind of you know i've had i've had personal experiences with people with egos and i hate it so much i think they just shouldn't exist i mean we even um a couple of weeks ago or a week it was nearly a month ago or something where we spoke to owen you know, digital beard oh yeah dude and you know he's um not a big part but he, he loves his music he loves the music scene but he just noticed more and more well, you guys gave him his, was it his first break or something in photography or what, what was it? No, not us. It wasn't you guys. It was uh, well, one of his first gigs that we asked him to do. So one of the first, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at the photos then, I would, I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't probably listen to this. Your photos back then weren't you know, the best. Well, he probably but could now they're, to now that. they're fucking amazing. I That's- would love to have Owen you know for a photograph hollywood boulevard that's Sorry, love bites whatever our band name is whatever our band name is gonna be fuck but um, i would love to have owen do um promo shots and stuff dude of course and he'd, he'd love it too because that's just the kind of person he is i mean we even went out and you know we i started talking to owen about it over facebook and he he gave me a quote on it like he sent me this little thing and just given his two cents on it and i think we should just We've got to thank him for being so kind to actually give us this. Exactly, because he's, you know, when we talk about music and wrestling and other things, just how some people handle and portray themselves, mm. it's like, mate, you're not walking around with a fucking Grammy <clears throat> in your hand, you know? You're not the bee's knees of everything. You're playing a show with like a hundred kids. Oh, God. Yeah, so, it was just like that battle of the bands the other day, the fucking egos in some of those bands. Exactly, that's why the topic came up, because some of these some of these bands, you know, as soon as they finish playing, they fucked off because we're too good to go watch the other ones and support them. It's pathetic. We're so much better than them sort of thing. I hate that so much. Yeah, it was much. pathetic. But, you know, this, this is Owen. You know, tell me, um, this is what he said. I've been involved in the music scene since I was 13. That's almost eight years of my life that I've been in the music scene. You know, eight years is, is a long time to... Be part of something like that. That's a long time, yeah. You know, especially like, I'm not gonna lie. Within the local scene, it's somewhat rare now to find a band that goes longer than like three or four years. Yeah, under Vienna. <laughs> that was I don't even know. It was two. We were just getting close to two years right before I got kicked out. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I don't care. Well, it's it's kind of it's kind of good now because you you get to do your own thing. You're not creatively stifled. No, but that's that's another episode in itself. Once again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pipe bomb. The, the, oh, yeah. You, you, you want to do it? No, nah, I don't want to do a pipe bomb. <laughs> the, 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 the rise and fall of Under Vienna Skies. <laughs> That's a very shit book title. <laughs> no one would buy it. The, it'd be like the Ultimate Warrior thing. <laughs> the rise and fall. The, uh, the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. The self-destruction of fucking Under Vienna Skies. He gets inducted into the Hall of Fame and, you know, Dudley, he's absolutely kissing his fucking ass. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we, we, okay, I'll, get, I'll get back to what Owen was saying because we went to we said we're not going to talk about wrestling but you know we saw Ted DiBiase a couple of weeks ago yeah at a local wrestling show and someone asked him about Warrior and he said you know oh, I was part of that DVD and some of the things I said were true some they told me to say but it's like at the end of the day Warrior was not really liked in the locker room yeah. Just for the pure fact that he was on his own. He'd like to be alone sort of thing. Yeah. He distanced himself. So it was very hard to like someone like that. It was kind of what you see, what you get as well. Exactly. That's the thing. But yeah, get back to what you're saying with Owen because exactly. you've got to continue that quote. <laughs> exactly. Uh, between the ages of 13 and 16, I went to shows, made friends and had a great time of, uh, every weekend, hanging out with people that understood who I was and who had the same interest in me. Music. 
music. So that's how like, it is. Absolutely, the music scene has some fantastic people in it. You know. Oh yeah, dude. There's heaps. So it's like someone like Owen. For him, uh, the Playbook, that band, have always been really good to him. Uh, Void Division and all these Ocean Grove, all these other bands he's taken photos yeah. that he's even gone out on tour with have been so good to him, sort of thing. There's some, there's good and bad in every industry. Exactly. Reality. Uh, but at the age of 17, I found myself becoming deeper involved in the music scene, working on shows as a stage manager, sound guy, stagehand, and even running some bigger shows. At this point in my life, I thought this was the coolest thing ever, but I slowly came to realize that what I thought the music scene such industry would be was wrong. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Which, you know, um, I'm not going to lie, I had the same thing. You did, yeah. I thought, oh, playing in the band, this is really cool. Oh, we're going to Sydney and we're recording and stuff and we're getting yeah. an EP out there, people listening to it. This is cool. And then when you start seeing the business side of being in a band, it fucking makes you want to get out. Makes you want to fucking shove a knife exactly. in your head. Uh, as the years rolled on, and I soon became a photographer in the scene, I saw the scene change more and more. But this time, it was within certain individuals and the way they acted in the scene. Uh, a lot of individuals became e- egotistical and thought they were entitled to more things than others. Usual when their bands got a little bit bigger than your run-of-the-mill local bands, which is fine to some extent. I understand that, absolutely. Yeah, so do I. I mean, there's this band at the moment that I used to play a lot of shows with. Which band? I'm not going to say who. You don't want to name them. I'm not going to name who because I'll bury them. Oh, fair enough. Because I have major beef with them now. Oh, okay. I fucking hate this. Tell me off the air. (laughs) I'll tell you off the air. But the thing I hate is, like, even... I'm not going to lie. In terms of musicians, they're amazing. Some of them went to uh, V-Car, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the big fancy music school. You've got to be a jazz student to fucking go there. Oh, I think I know who you might be talking about. Probably not. Might not be. I don't no. know. We'll s- well, I mean, these, these kids thought that, you know, they weren't, they weren't the biggest fucking band. No way. I mean, now all of a sudden they changed their sound, got rid of a couple of fucking members, and they got more likes on Facebook and they're playing bigger shows, but yeah. even then, they had like fuck all. They're walking around like, well, not not all of them, two of them would walk around like, you know, oh, we're better musicians than everyone here. We're fucking the best people here, you know. Exactly, we're the best fucking musician, we're the best guitarist and fucking drummer and shit like that. Mm. And it's like, you might be, but fuck, man. No need to be fucking having your head up your ass. Exactly. Oh, man. Fuck, man, if this cunt was blonde, you'd pull his head out of his ass, he'd be a fucking natural brunette now. <laughs> Oh my god! Because like just giving me a terrible vision. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just fucking you know, some of these people will walk around like we're better than everyone else, and they make fun of other musicians and stuff because they're not up to their standard sort it's of thing. Pathetic. And it's like, well, you know, more people have bought our fucking thing than yours, but you don't hear. Oh, sorry, I didn't brag about it. No. I didn't fucking care because I looked at the music thing. It's like it's supposed to be a unity thing. I mean, there's even people like I always said within bands, there are people that just think they're better than their own fucking band and they go out and they do their solo shit. Oh, God. You've got to... If anyone, you have every right to brag, but you don't. It's like, I fucking... I played Singapore and Indonesia within six months of Under Vienna being together. Exactly. I came back and um, from what I was told, yeah, I was a little bit fucking cocky. You were a bit cocky when you came back. People told me at JMC uh, a couple of years ago, they mentioned it to me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. 
didn't realize. I, exactly, because, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my fucking, you know, you hang around someone that's a bit in love with himself and you just slowly kind of evolve into it. Well, yeah, at least you can realize that you've done wrong and then exactly. you learn from it. Exactly, when I mentioned it to him, it's like, I'm so fucking sorry I acted that way towards you. You end up being humble at the end of it. Exactly. Which is fine. Yeah. But- yeah, if anyone's got to brag about it, it's you, but you don't. I don't. I didn't give a fuck now. Well, it's happened, it's happened. It's happened, it's happened. You know, people ask, I've mentioned what I've done within the music thing. I'm not going to lie, it's, it's not the most impressive resume, but for a local band, I'll take it. you played a lot of venues, so... A lot of venues, played a lot of good <coughs> bands, but, you know, whatever. Exactly. Is that all Owen said? No, it's uh, the last part, which really got me. All right. Uh, there is a difference between being proud of what your band has achieved and making sure people know how well your band is going. That's true. That is so right. Uh, I have, I did see it. I'm not going to say who, but there's a particular band that got signed to a, you know, a well-known label. Oh. And I just... Yeah. Like, there's this band, I used to be quite good friends with them when I got kicked out of the scene, just, no. There was even motherfuckers from another country that came here. Right? Oh, really? And I had the balls to say, just tell someone, why are you talking to Gavin? He's not part of a band or anything. Why do you bother? Fucking kidding me. Exactly. Which reminds me. And I said to, um, I'm going to say who? You know, Lewis. Yeah. It happened to Lewis. Someone told him, why do you talk to Gavin? Oh, yeah. He's not part of a band or anything. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about this. Exactly. He told me this and I said, thank you very much because the next time I see this kid, I'm going to fucking break their jaw. I don't blame you. I'm going to break their jaw. I'm going to fracture their fucking skull. I'm going to send them back to where they came from. Damn right. How dare you fucking come somewhere else and think you're hot shit because you were well known in a little fucking island. Little fucking country. Off of Asia. Yeah. Exactly. Singapore's a fucking island. Exactly. I say, I'm getting mad over it. At the end of the day, it's a small scene. If you're big in- It's very easy to get big in Singapore from what Lewis has told me. From what I've heard, yeah. Exactly. Well, so Lewis- If you lick the right bum hole- Fuck, man, you you become massive over there. I don't understand. What, well, at least the Lewis didn't fucking take it. Seriously. No. Because I don't think he'd be that sort of a person. Lewis saw the bullshit and called him out for it, and these people got so butthurt. That's why Lewis is here. I don't fucking blame well, actually, him. Lewis came here because he wanted to study, but he also he loves the scene here as well. But the unfortunate thing is, everywhere you go, no matter what, the scene is very similar. That's the thing. There's always people like that, and it seems to be a majority. But now, uh, the last the last sentence that Owen said in this quote really hit me hard, right? Unfortunately, the growth of egos in a music scene, in my opinion, and from what I have noticed, has made the local music scene a place a lot of people now hate and feel uncomfortable being in. Yeah. That's some truth right there. What happened to the days when it was just about the music and how it made you feel? Exactly. Sorry, I had to I had to quote Richie Finestra fucking vinyl. <laughs> but, um, first of all, th- thank you, Owen, for you know giving us that. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, sir. I appreciate Go it. Go check out Digital Beard. Check out his stuff on Facebook. But we'll get him back on eventually. We will. We're going to get him for the WrestleMania one, but he was busy. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, but I mean, he's absolutely right. It's people hate it and they feel uncomfortable being in it. Why do you think it? I mean, you know, I, I, I hate talking about myself with this kind of stuff, but it's just personal experience. Well, go for it, man. It's, it's I, our I, podcast. You can say that, whatever the fuck you want. After I kicked out, after I got kicked out, I felt betrayed. I don't blame you. I got kicked out for a bullshit reason sort of thing. 
Yeah, I remember you giving me a call straight after the meeting. I gave a couple of people a call and they've just gone, that is bullshit. And now... Do you want to explain to them what actually happened? Like, I mean, no, I mean, really. it's like, it's it's obviously happened a long time ago, but you kind of want to give everyone an understanding of what actually happened. Not going, to, not going into detail, obviously. Well, on, on the Facebook page, it said I mutually left. Now, if you see that on a band's Facebook page, it's, chances are it's bullshit. It's probably a load of shit. Exactly. They got pushed out of the band, sort of. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but more or less, I got kicked out for the reason that I just wasn't progressing as a bass player. Now, am I a bass player? No. I'm a drummer. Exactly. I'm a drummer first and everything else second. You're not a fucking bad bass player. I'm not a good one either. You know, but I mean, you give me chords and stuff, you tell me what you're doing, and I can do whatever I can with it. You, you you pick up shit easily. I don't see what the big issue is. You don't have to be a fucking progressive bass player exactly. when it comes to fucking playing pop punk. Exactly. You're not in fucking like Rush or something like that or playing no. in fucking, I don't know, G3 or something where you have to play like fucking you know, all sorts of... Yeah, like a Billy Sheenan kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. So I got kicked out for being, you know, not a good bass player and it's like, oh, you know, the excuse was you've had a lot of time to practice but you just don't and it's like, well, here's the thing. <coughs> If you said to me, as a drummer, I know what weaknesses are. I can tell you right now, my weaknesses are my rudiments. Yeah. I can keep time very well. But when it comes, you know, um, play singles, play single paradiddle. Yeah, like a single paradiddle at this BPM. If there's anything past 120, I can't do it. See, I have... Even like um, double strokes, I've got to play them really slow to have them clean. They're just shit because I haven't spent any time on them. Mm. You know... But then as a bass player, it's like, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. As a guitarist, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Well, you puck it, you, you, you picked it up all together yourself, so I don't see what the exactly. big issue is. Exactly, it was is. just, here, you're the bass player of the band. Exactly. And then it's like, uh, we don't want you because you're not a good bass player. And it's like, well, I don't know what to work on. You can yeah. fig- you've been playing along, and if you can figure it out, well, we'll know, because I don't know any techniques. So, and you, all I know yeah. is what the fucking notes are on the fretboard. I don't know walking bass lines. I don't know fucking scales and shit like that. You're not the sort of person that um that can hear notes either. No, well, um, like when I when to you say extent. that, like, when it comes to singing, I just I can't harmonize or anything. Yeah. If you play me a song and it's like learn it, I I can't. I need physical <coughs> chords and stuff. You need to like you can either show me or you can tell me. See, it's the total opposite with me. I'm the problem with me. I know my flaws in guitar playing. Exactly. I, I can't see the notes on the fretboard. I've tried for years and years of practice and learn, trying to learn the fretboard, but I just cannot do it. I, it's just I don't know what to do. And I've yeah. been to guitar teachers and stuff, and they like they've tried their best to help me out with it, but it's just a struggle. But when it comes to hearing notes and knowing where every like. I can I know where everything is when it comes to hearing it, but I just don't know um, what note it is. Yeah. On some stage, which is which is strange, but it's also I don't know. I, I just pick up things like if you play a song to me, I'll pick it up like within five minutes because it's I can listen to it and I'll just work it out on the yeah. fretboard and I'll work out what tuning it's in. Exactly. I'm kind of jealous that I can't do that. See, I, I'm jealous that I can't read notes. Yeah. You know. But it's it. Everyone has their own flaws within their playing. And simple as that, right? And if you if you're humble about it, you can pick it out. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm. There's a particular drummer my mum knows quite well. Mm. 
Right, and he's a very old school kind of. Oh, he's fucking awesome. Jazz, yeah, I might as well say that. Pino is awesome. He does his own. Uh, I think it's called Drum Talk or something. It's Monday nights. Um, oh yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, drum. Yeah, I got mentioned a couple times because you know. Uh, but one of his one of his flaws within his playing is that when it comes to double kick, he doesn't know what to do. Oh really? And it's like, well, yeah, because you don't play that kind of music that needs it, so you didn't have a need to learn it. But he still has it, and he's intrigued by it. Exactly. You know, he was uh, he was even telling me. Um, Sorry, I'm forgetting the fucking drum, um, drummer's name. Shit. <laughs> uh, not Thomas Lang. Thomas Lang can play the fuck out of double kick. <laughs> it's the one thing I have over... I forget the drummer. Shit. This is going to do my head in. <laughs> what, what, what band's he in or what? Um, oh, no, he's, a, he's one of those independent guys. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, explain your story anyway. Oh my god! But yeah, I mean, he's you know, a particular uh, drummer that I looked very much up to. So I forget his name, and I have a pair of his signature sticks too. Oh, you do. <laughs> I forget his fucking name. <laughs> do you have him on your wall in your room or not? Uh, probably not. Oh, fair enough. But a particular drummer, he you know, I can you know he uses his double kick and drum solos, but in terms of playing like a metal song and you know having a constant sixteenth note happening with his feet, he can't do that. Over a yeah. certain amount of time, whereas I, at that point, I could. Yeah, see, you know, and he, Pino could admit it. Like Pino's like, I, I am good. I'm very fucking good at what I do. But I look at those double kicks and I don't know what to do with them. Hmm. I know how to use them within a solo, but in terms of like, you know, if I get asked to come and do a session for a metal guy, I wouldn't know what to do. Everyone's got flaws in their playing, whether you like to admit it or not. Exactly, but a guy like Joe Satriani even admits it. Oh, fucking not like Steve Vai admits it. You know, these guys are still constantly learning. You're like, how? You never stop learning at the end of the day. It's insane. But yeah, so, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what my flaws were in terms of a bass player, so I couldn't work on them. Yeah. You know? And now I'm writing songs. There you go. You know, I've taken something i got no idea about, and I'm writing songs on the guitar in there. And I'm, you know, i got you... There's the other guy in our band. George. Yeah. He's a fucking legend. <laughs> exactly. He's patient with us too. I know, which is which is hard to find people like that. Because when I've worked with people in the past, they, they find out I can't read notes. They're like, not fucking see you later. Exactly. Whereas this one, he's, he caters to how we play and mm-hmm. how we understand music. I'm sure even if you ask George, he will say what flaws he thinks he has in his playing. Oh, I'm sure. At the end of the day, everyone has flaws. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you like to admit it or not, that's up to you. Well, at but least you're sh- afforded the opportunity of writing songs now. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, you know, I, I still remember the conversation of the lead singer having absolutely sook because he was sick of writing all the songs. <laughs> and he was like, oh, everyone else sends something and we send it and it just became, no, 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 don't like it, no. Not good. It's a dictatorship. Exactly. It's reality. Very unfortunate what happened to that band, but, you know, it just shows if you become a cunt enough in this scene, it will eat you alive and spit you out. I'll say right now, and that's a very good fucking line there, (laughs) but I felt like that band went downhill. Like, you guys reached your... Well, I would say prime, but you reached your prime... And then once you got like kicked peak. out, straight down the I, I, I didn't notice that too. I mean, we spent money on... We didn't even spend money on fucking... What well, we did. We did... Uh, we finished an EP. I got kicked out and that never got released. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. That EP would have been shit anyway. We didn't practice the songs enough. Mm. 
someone was so keen to get back in the studio and release songs because we hadn't released songs for so long that it was just like we had to we were still learning these songs as we were in the studio yeah it was embarrassing <coughs> unbelievable absolutely embarrassing yeah well but you know exactly I, I hate I hate egos so much so that's, do I you know that's why I spat at that fucking doctor in the hospital <laughs> oh you th- aren't you too old to be playing on fucking trampolines every doctor is huh. aren't you too old to be playing on trampolines it's not that it's just uh, she the way she spoke to her patients it was wrong she had you know, yes, you're a fucking doctor you got a nice fancy degree and stuff but there's no way you should be allowed to talk to patients like that. Or well, her fucking dentist must not must not be too good, from what you've told me. Her fucking donkey <laughs> teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh Jesus Christ! Let's just say we're, hor- bi- we're going to hell. This bitch's mouth look like she swallowed a whole bunch of fucking bees. <laughs> we're going to hell. Uh, I don't <laughs> care. Oh fucking hell! She deserved it. Nah, she. From what you've told me, she yeah. does deserve every single bit of it. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, ego is just. And the thing is, if you tell these people about it, they get angry at you. I know. It's a joke. People get mad. Your dog doesn't seem too happy right now. He's giving me sad eyes. Don't you like how the podcast is going, Coco? She doesn't want to talk. <laughs> hey, is Coco, someone is someone here? No, she doesn't care. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, you know, it just, it's, it's a really sad thing that it's happening more and more. It's unfortunate. You know, people start liking your stuff and they start saying they like you and then, yeah, it just all goes to their head. I hate it so much. Even within, you know, in, in, in the wrestling community, there are some people that know they're good and they, I'm better than everyone else because, you know, people say I'm good. Whereas others that are way better than them, and they're very judgmental on themselves. Yeah, they're their own, they're their own biggest critic. Exactly, and you know, this is kind of stuff Owens told us. There's, dude, there's so many people in the Aussie wrestling industry, and we said we weren't going to talk about wrestling. Fuck, but um, it was going to come up. It had to. It, dude. <laughs> whenever we do a podcast, there's always going to be something to do with wrestling. Exactly. But yeah. There's, there's so much good talent, but unfortunately it's ruined by some fucking egos and shit. It's just like, oh, God. But yeah, you can't really do much about that. No. At the end of the day... You can tell them and they won't listen to you. That's that's how things are, though. That's how full of themselves they are. And you know what? It's in wrestling, it's in music, it's in art, it's in sports, it's in everything It's in jobs. Even at my fucking work, it's the same thing. Exactly. There's so many egos there. It's, it's like... It's unbelievable that a place can hold the fucking egos with that roof. <laughs> exactly, and it, yeah, the thing I just get the most annoyed about with it is like, what gives you to right the rights to think you're more privileged and entitled to the things than what I am? It's like fuck. You're not working any harder than what I am. It's like politicians. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but fuck, man. Anything else to recap on this entire? ego thing because uh, I reckon we've covered just about everything if someone says you have an ego don't tell them to get fucked and get annoyed or ignore them or something talk to them and say what makes you think I have an ego right and if they can tell you exactly how change your shit change your fucking personality change it it's easy to as do. Much, as much as you won't like it, you'll start noticing more and more people will start respecting you. 
You'd rather have respect rather than people fucking liking you to your face. Exactly. And talking shit behind your back. Because reality is people will stab you in the back if you've got an ego. Egos do have their place. Oh, yeah. And they belong on a music stage. Dude, if you're on a stage, let your ego out. Hmm? If you're on stage, let your ego ego out. Exactly. I'll, t- I'll tell you this right now. On stage, oh fuck, I was full of myself. Same here. <laughs> right? But the moment I got off, my ego stayed up there. It's cool down. It's, it's like... Exactly. It's like, well, now I'm done. I'm not the rock star on stage. The rock star was a separate persona to me. It's like wrestling, man. It's like you exactly. leave... You if, you're, if your character is an egotistical prick, you know... Leave it, it behind the curtain. It, stay, it stays, stays in the ring. stays out there when you even, you know... If you're a heel and you'll walk... Actually, you know, you shouldn't take photos if you're a heel with fans. <laughs> oh, you can if you want. <coughs> what are you doing, Kogo? But yeah. My dog's been sitting at our feet the whole time while doing this podcast. Yeah. And it's still in the walk of shame. Oh, is someone here? Someone here? Someone here. Who's it? <laughs> Who's here? <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, like, you know, just leave it out on the stage, leave it out in the ring, and the moment you go back, you get off that stage, you get out of the ring, become you again. You're not that character anymore because you're not out there trying to get a response from everyone. Exactly. Simple as that. Exactly. Couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's all we got to cover about what's what do you your want? dog doing. I think your dog wants to be a guest on the podcast. You got something to say? Nope. Have you got something to say? Do you have something to say? What do you think about egos, Coco? What do you think about egos? <laughs> I'm trying to get her to growl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's going to growl for you. No. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, more or less just on stage... In a ring, whatever you do, you know. Simple as that. Just leave it where it should be. And <laughs> what do you want? She's being a sook all of a sudden. Sorry. Yeah, I know. But yeah, you know, when you finish up what you're doing as an arts thing, just remember what you are at the end of it. You're a person just like me and Jesse. You're a person. You're nothing exactly. more, nothing less. Um, we've covered just about everything to do with egos, I reckon. We really have. I mean, we've got a little bit more about egos, about a specific individual. Oh, yeah, there's lots of people. But, uh, first things first, I want to play something for you. Yeah? Right. What do you want to play? Uh, listen to the new Rob Zombie song. Oh. Oh. Hope we don't get pinned for royalties. No, that's a beautiful (laughs) thing about archive.org. Well, we'll do it while we we're are. on archive.org still. Exactly. I mean, why do you think we have the Enzo and Casting Tree? Yeah, I'm not, you're not wrong there. Like if we put it up on, on YouTube. Ah! Copyright infringement. Yeah, it's bullshit. Well, <laughs> copyright infringement happens on the daily on YouTube, but they don't address it. What happens to fair use? <laughs> that's, that's another topic in itself. All right, well, let's put the new Rob Zombie song I'll on. put it on. I'll give you the headphones. You can have a listen and give your thoughts while you're listening to it. Um, actually, no, let's change that because we just went on Facebook and there's some... You know, pretty bad news that just came up. This is like literally just happened now. We breaking just, news. This is, this is breaking news. Do you want to say it? Because I'm, 
I'm pretty... Copper-smacked by I'm it? I'm pretty shocked. I'm speechless. Uh, WWE's favourite former diva, diva uh, hate, women's uh, yeah. champion. Uh, wants it lo- why won't it load up for me? Piece of shit. We hate being the bearer of bad news sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I forget her real name. Joni. Yeah, Joni, he was uh, known as China in the WWE is dead at 45. This this is just coming in. We we don't know what. I can only you know just she hasn't been the, in the best lately. So it's either overdose or it's suicide. I just natural causes just doesn't seem plausible with her how she's been lately. It literally just ha- like this is this is like two minutes ago. This is like just broke now. Is it? okay? Wow. I'm, I'm don't know what to say. Um, I mean, I'll I'll. Uh, Thoughts and prayers go out to the family of China. Absolutely. And, you know, I kind of hope... <laughs> I feel WWE still won't put her in the Hall of Fame, even though she she deserves it. She's deserved it from the start. She really has deserved She changed the way, you know, the men looked at women's wrestling. Yeah. I, well, do you want me to read the official press release? Yeah, because it's not loading up me for some reason. All right, so it says... It is with deep sadness to inform you today that we we lost a true icon, a real life superhero, Journey Loria. I think that's how you pronounce it, aka China, the ninth wonder of the world, has passed away. She will live forever in the memories of her millions of fans and all of us that are, that loved her. Um, and this is from Felix from Team China. Um, I don't know what to say. I'm 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 kind of shocked. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to say a death. And the sad, the sad thing is, like, WWE is not going to address it at all. I'm going to check out if they've actually said it. No, this was eight minutes ago. Hang on. I'm I'm, I'm, I, I'm just gobsmacked. I don't know what to think. This is just a ton of bricks that's just falling It is. Me. I mean, we still got to talk about the McGregor thing, but this is just, wow. Yeah. You know, exactly. China changed the way you looked at women's wrestling. Yeah. She was this big powerhouse that, you know, she even fucking went toe-to-toe with the boys. Yeah. Because um, all the thing before then, you know, women were just, they were valets or they were in bikinis. Yeah. That was all they were good for. And then, you know, I mean, you had Jacqueline and, and Lita, but she, China just, like, fuck. Uh, She's the only woman to be uh, intercontinental champion. She was the first woman in the Royal Rumble sort of thing. She, I think she was the first into the Royal Rumble. She was the first woman in the Royal Rumble. I th- she held the Intercontinental Championship as well. Uh, did she hold the European title or something like that? As I well? think so. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, she's not just the Women's Championship. She was winning the Men's Championships too. Oh, I'm just in shock. I'd it's just very unfortunate what happened, you know, towards the end. Mm. You know, she started doing porn and stuff, and that's one of the biggest reasons she won't go into the Hall of Fame yet, you know. Someone like Sonny, Sonny is still in there. It's pathetic. Uh, Sonny did the porn, like, now sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, if you still look up Sonny, that's what's going to come up. Uh, you know, uh, Abdullah the Butcher is in the Hall of Fame, and that's a fucking joke. I don't care. He's, he doesn't... I'm sorry. I don't feel Abdullah the Butcher deserves it. No. He doesn't. I don't I don't think I don't think that he does. I don't I don't look at Abdul the Butcher and go, Oh, that's he revolutionized wrestling sort of thing. No, because all of his matches were the fucking same. I he know. He never did anything that just changed the way you looked at something. Nah. 
But yeah, like, like she trying to change the way you looked at women's wrestling, and I'm I'm just in shock. The sad thing, like I said, WWE probably will not address this. I, I just don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I I really don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm actually speechless. <laughs> Well, I mean, just, yeah, I mean, R.I.P. China. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. That's all I can really say. We hope now you get the recognition you deserve. Hope that she's finally at peace now, because... She was in a bad way, man. She, yeah. It's a funny thing. It's not, not like, I think the other day she posted up that uh, bikini picture of her. Yeah, I did herself. see that. She was looking in a lot better shape. She had a black eye for some reason. I don't know what it was for, but... Um, but oh, okay, just, wow. Of all things, forty-five too. That's that's young, man. Forty-five is early. That's really young uh, still. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I just get yeah, rest in peace. Uh, thoughts and prayers go to her family, and we hope. Like I said, don't we? You know, now's the time to let the people know who China is. She did way too much for your fucking company. I don't care if you're fucking. What's it called? The boss's son-in-law is banging the boss's daughter and she doesn't like the fact that he used to be with this woman. Yeah. You cannot disagree with what she's done. Exactly. You know? I'm, this is like, you know, if Hulk Hogan wasn't in the <coughs> Hall of Fame yet and that racist shit came out and you didn't put him in because of it. <coughs> sorry. Pe- yeah. The people would complain in the masses. Like, how could Hulk Hogan not be in the Hall of Fame? He's but, the yeah. biggest... Hulk Hogan is the most recognisable wrestler. At all time, even if you don't know wrestling, you can look at Hulk Hogan and go, "That's Hulk Hogan." It's Hulk Hogan. He's a cultural icon. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. Fuck. Uh, rest in peace. I, I just, yeah. This is this is literally breaking news now. Exactly. This just this just hit us with a ton of bricks. We went to cut to the music and we'll, we'll, we'll go to the music now. And the thing, I, the thing that's really like awkward now is this song I'm going to show. Well, you. before you go on to it, do you have a favorite memory of China? Um. I, I do, I do. Do you want to tell you yours do? first? No, you go for yours first, because I, I want to see what you have. <laughs> I, I think it was the whole storyline that she did with Mark Henry. <laughs> Mark, yeah, sexual chocolate wanted some China sort of thing, <laughs> and then she hooked him up with uh, one of her friends who turned out to be a bloke. <laughs> that, was, you know, that was one of the, the funniest sides of China. Other than that, she was, um, yeah, she was more serious and aggressive kind of thing. I really liked when she was with Eddie Guerrero. Oh wow! I uh, forgot about that. You remember that I whole do. thing? Yeah, I. It's it's. I, I didn't expect this. Well, she was filming a documentary while all of this was like in the last recent months, so I don't know what's going to happen with that now. I think they're still going to finish it, but I'll just have other people so. talking about it. Well, I'll definitely be watching it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, rest in peace, China. That's all I can really say. I think another fun memory too is the time with DX. Yes. When she just got her tits done. <laughs> yeah. And Sean and Tripp's talking about Double D Generation X. Double D Generation X. When they were getting distracted by China's boobs. I can imagine. That was a good joke, yeah. Oh, I just, I just can't believe it. Yeah, this is this is someone we grew up watching. She revolutionised wrestling, and let's hope she gets the recognition that she deserves. The only thing that shits me about this now is she will probably... If WWE puts her in the Hall of Fame, they're gonna suck up big time now. It's like it's gonna be away. it's gonna be a pity thing. It's kind of like what happened with Macho Man. It's like oh, it's 
It's I know. it's funny like we said we were gonna talk wrestling and then when we have to speak in wrestling. We have to. This is like yeah, this, one is, of this is something we just didn't expect. <laughs> it's something that just came out of the blue. Yeah. But the thing is at the same time I I just I don't feel as sad as when like Dusty passed away or, or Roddy Piper did. They were the kind of ones that I cried when I found that out. So did I. Roddy Piper's one of your biggest inspirations. Yeah. That I mean, was Dust, a hard Dusty Rose, the, the American Dream is one American of my biggest dream. inspirations. When Macho Man died and when... Um, yeah, I didn't believe that. Chris Benoit as well. And, and Guerrero. Yeah, Roddy Piper was the hard one. Exactly. That was a really hard one. But, um, like I said, rest in peace. And we, you want to listen to this Rob Zombie song? It's probably put me in a better mood. What is that. this? Oh, okay. We're saying we have 121 minutes left of recording on this. That's more than enough time. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. But, um, yeah, because it's kind of weird now because this song I want to show you is called Get High. And it's like, that's what China was really known for, for a little bit. I was still going to show you because it's a really good song. Just play it. <laughs> Alright, we'll go for the first chorus, into the first chorus. So first thing you know, it's a lot heavier, yeah? Yeah. Anything or? I'm just enjoying this. It's very white zombie now. It's going back to like uh, white zombie sort of thing. Back to its roots. I'm sorry, I'm not commentating. I'm just enjoying this. Yeah, I know. It's so good. So yeah, like, what do you think of that so far? I'm digging it. I'm I'm looking really looking forward to this new Rob Zombie album. And uh, speaking of zombies, zombies, yes. Yep. Are we going to see the resurrection of Conor McGregor's career? <laughs> the former featherweight, and former, he still is the featherweight champion. Yeah, I think he's going to be former. I feel like they're going to uh, get rid of it for him. Um, so yeah, uh, current featherweight champion, and he was going to be fighting at welterweight, fighting Nate Diaz again at UFC 200, uh, announced his retirement yeah, on Twitter, but yesterday. then at the same time, Dana White also took him off the UFC 200 card. Yeah, we've actually got a little bit of Dana White talking on Fox Sports, oh Fox, whatever it was. ESPN, Fox, I think it is. Is it? Yeah, I think it's ESPN. I don't know. It's Fox Sports 1, okay. Um, yeah, so... I, maybe it might be fight week. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> it, it's something that's like, wait, Conor McGregor retiring? Nah, can't happen. I'm still in shock. But there's we've been bombarded with a lot of shocking things today. So exactly. Expect me not to be on my game today. But we've just got a bit of... Um, it's one we don't talk wrestling. Yeah. Here's, here's something. Here's a uh, clip of Dana White talking today about um, Conor, the Conor McGregor situation. No, nothing has changed. Uh, you know, basically, Connor for some reason didn't want to come and do the uh, didn't want to do the press conference, and we're shooting a commercial. Uh, then we were going to go to so- uh, Stockton in New York for for press conferences there, and for some reason he didn't want to do it. And, and there's been other situations where fighters haven't wanted to do the press conference or the or the media, and I, I literally tell them, then you don't fight, we'll, we'll, we'll somebody else. Now, 
Once he said he wasn't interested in doing the media, was the decision made right away to pull him, or did you guys happen to call him one more time and say, Connor, are you sure this is what you want? Well, this was going back and forth over a few days. Um, and obviously, you know, Connor is a guy who stepped up to the plate for us, you know, when we needed him to, and he, and he did. So, you know, I don't want to go in there and just, just say that's it, you're not fighting. So it went back, back and forth. And obviously, you know, we've been criticized many times for giving Connor way too much leeway. So, you know, and, and maybe we do sometimes, but, but uh, he's a guy who deserves it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of got a background on what's happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dana White is definitely making a good point where it's like, if you're not going to show up and do the promotional stuff, then you're not going to fight. Pretty much. That makes perfect sense. I understand where he's coming from. I understand it. It's co- you're contracted to do that sort of stuff. Exactly. I mean, I, mean, I, I mean, yes, he does give McGregor a lot of leeway because McGregor's one of these top-grossing guys, really. Exactly. He's the biggest pull for the company. I mean, uh, Joe Reagan was talking about it the other day, and he said, like, if, he, if McGregor wants to retire young, he can. Exactly. I think he, he just got uh, $5 million or something for the Aldo fight. Yeah. And a lot more for the fucking It's like 15 DS fight. or something. Yeah. For the DS fight, yeah. Because even uh, Reagan's got like it's it's a troll has to be bullshit no way you can't be retired no um I do I think he should like he has retired I'm still fifty fifty on it uh, I don't know I I it's an interesting situation because they're saying that he didn't want to leave his training camp in Iceland and um I I understand that too so do I I could understand with all the media that they did for UFC one ninety three here. Yeah. That was fucked. Like, none of the fighters got a break. Uh, Actually, no, Ronda Rousey didn't get a break. Oh, well, yeah. If you were Holly Holm, you had all the fucking time in the world to train. Yeah, no shit. If you were Joanna Jacek, you had all the time in the world to train. Yeah. Unless you were Ronda Rousey or Mark Hunt, you had all the time in the world to train. Yeah. They didn't want to talk to anyone else. That's the thing. It's like, the same with this. It's like, everyone would want to talk to Conor <coughs> McGregor because every time McGregor opens his mouth, it's hilarious. He's he's the mouthpiece. Exactly. He can run a promo. Hmm. And that's why he started following WWE and Stephanie McMahon and Vince McMahon and Triple H and Becky Lynch on Facebook, on Facebook, on um, Twitter and stuff. I saw that. Yes. And apparently that means he's signed to WWE now. Fuck off. Says the IWC, which <laughs> I don't believe. But. Um, I don't know how to think about it. I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, I'm not against seeing McGregor inside WWE, but at the same time, just before, like, if... If this is his last match, I'm fucking pissed off that he never defended that featherweight title. So am I. Exactly. I'm pissed off that Frankie Edgar never got that chance. I'm sorry, Frankie Edgar fucking deserves a featherweight title chance. Mm. And if he does it against Jose Aldo, he's going to lose. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Aldo's going to get his title back for doing nothing. I'm Pretty much. It. It's like, you know, if, if you think you're that good and you can beat McGregor, then prove it. Exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah. I, I just hope that things change in the next couple of days because it's very hazy at the moment. I mean, exactly. fucking it's Nate just, Diaz has said he's retiring because his job is done, and then CM Punk decided to troll everyone and say he's retiring, even though that, you know, the IWC and the UFC fans don't understand sarcasm. Nah. Especially if it's Phil Brooks. Oh, yeah. He's oh, just, my God. If it's CM Punk, it's always sarcasm, no matter it's what. It's fucking hilarious. It's like, thanks for the rebox. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, the thing that I found just hard... Like, when I first saw it, the thing I found hard to believe wasn't the McGregor thing. It was... 
Well, Dana, well, Dana White pulled him off the card, and it's like, no way is he pulling off McGregor, who is he's one of his top-gracing guys. His two top-gracing fighters are Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor. It's interesting. And the fact he pulled him off from the main event of a milestone pay-per-view too, ad, mind you. Yeah, it's This 200. is two, 200. 200, like, this isn't even including fight nights and stuff. No, it's UFC 200. This is fucked. It's a 200th pay-per-view that they've done. Exactly. So now it's like, what's the main event going to be? Unless McGregor pulls his head out of his fucking ass. Because at the same time, he's, you know, and they were talking about egos and stuff, and he, like, McGregor can be humble. Oh, yeah, shit. But yeah. he does a bit of an ego, he, too. He's humble when he loses and stuff. Like yeah. That. But he, he does have an ego. It's kind of his character. I mean, he day. took it on the chin when he lost to Diaz. Like, literally and figuratively. Pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with UFC 200. Who could they possibly get to replace that, that card? I just I don't know. Don't know. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I don't want to watch UFC 200. We probably end up will be. I just... The fights on there aren't exciting. <coughs> well, actually... Sorry about the cough. I, actually, I've heard a couple things about UFC 200. Uh-oh. Um... I saw this morning that Valerie Letourneau has called out um, Namajunas. Okay. They're saying that, um, well, she said, if you want to run at the title, go through me first. I think that's fair enough because uh, Letourneau gave, yeah, Jacek the best fight of her life, really. It's yeah. not the MMA, UFC. Yeah. We, we were at um, UFC 193, uh, Jesse and myself. That was entertaining. We saw Ronda Rousey get a fucking head kicked off. Yeah, and then she uh, sprawled out of control into, oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> but yeah, um, that uh, still thing, uh, fight of the night was Valerie Letourneau and Ioannia Jacek for the strawweight title. That's what I thought. But it didn't get it because it wasn't Holly Holm knocking out Ronda Rousey sort of thing. Oh, biggest upset in MMA history. And you watch it and you're like, not really. Well, it was it. It wasn't. Yeah. It was for the point that they beat. She beat Ronda Rousey, but it wasn't because she just made it look too easy. And she has a lot of holes in her game, Ronda. If she like, I don't know. If she choked out Ronda, then it would have been yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I, I'm I'm all for that fight because that that would be a good fight. Because um, I, I remember Paige Van Zant versus um. Fuck me, Van Zant just showed she's got the heart of a champion during that fight. Mm. Now she's doing Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I don't know, it's just I hate this whole celebrity status that some Pretty of these girl. people are getting. Yeah, but I reckon that would be a good fight. It, it would be. And GSP's on the radar again. Yeah, uh, fucking, uh, my sister's boyfriend was here the other night and he was saying, oh, his friends think that um, McGregor's going to come back and he's going to fight GSP. GSP's going to come out and fight him. And I'm listening to how he's explaining it and how his friends are saying it. And I'm like, are you guys booking an MMA fight or a fucking WWE match? Or a professional wrestling fight. What, exactly. is he going to run out with a fucking money in the bank contract? Halfway through the featherweight title match. <laughs> Ring the bell. <laughs> nah, I I have heard apparently GSP's back in the training camp just to test him himself and then um, go from there, decide on whether he wants to do um, another fight or not. I know BJ Penn's back. Again, yeah, um, against Dennis Siva. Yeah, I did see that. Um, Can he beat Siva? I don't know. Well, people were saying BJ Penn versus GSP for UFC. Oh no, 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 no! We don't yeah. need to watch that again. You don't want to watch it again? No. Yeah. I watched it the first two times, and I saw BJ Penn just. Yeah. <coughs> mm. I saw BJ Penn. Uh, the first fight was three rounds, and he lost a decision. Yep. 
And the second fight, these fuck uh, BJ Penn's uh, corner threw in the towel because he was just physically exhausted. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, well, that's 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 been on the cards. I don't think it's going to happen now that, that BJ Penn's no. fighting See, the, again. The thing with um, the UFC, it's not like WWE. It's not like WrestleMania. We you have to. Vince lately has been relying on these older names to sell tickets. Pretty much. It's not like you know. Oh fucking <coughs> Dana White's going to call up Chuck Liddell, <laughs> like Randy Couture, Mark Coleman, and all these really old fucking like. It's like if you called up Tank Abbott. Yeah, pretty See, much. Do you want to fight Brock Lesnar sort of thing? Not Brock Lesnar. I'm Cain Velasquez. Fucking hell. You know, See, I'm okay with um, with GSP and all them coming back, but um, yeah. GSP could continue fighting. Yeah. Well, there's another fight I wanted to talk about, which has it. been on the cards. Cyborg versus Rousey for New York. Ooh. At a catch rate bout, they were saying. Okay. Um, have you watched any Cyborg before? Yes, I have. I, I did do a bit of research. So you watch like just highlight reels? Yeah. Okay. And do you see what I mean when I say like she will make what Holly Holm look? Or sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, Chris Cyborg will make what Holly Holm did to Ronda Rousey look tame. I know. I just do not see Ronda Rousey getting past Chris Cyborg. I don't see her even taking the fight. No. Because it's, uh, it's, it's pathetic. It's like, why wouldn't you? She avoided the fight for so long in strike falls, and now it's like, you know, either nut up or shut up. Pretty much. Sort of thing, you know. What's, um... Well, Rousey's more interested in fighting Misha Tate because she hates the fact that Misha Tate is now the, the oh champion. Oh, God. And it's like, this is all pissing me off about that. It's like, Rousey, what the fuck has Rousey done since losing to deserve another title shot? She's done nothing. She's still... N- She's still ranked number one. I fucking hate that. She lost. She didn't lose like Holly Holm. Holly Holm should be number one. She fucking lost like a champion. She would have won the fight if it went to decision. Oh, shit, yeah. She was beating Misha. Yeah. And then Misha just got her lucky. I don't know why she isn't getting an instant rematch. I don't know, but yeah. But, you know, oh, she needs to get a couple more wins under her belt. Fucking make Rousey get another couple wins out of uh, under exactly. her belt. What the fuck is Rousey? Do you get a rematch straight away? Oh, because she's a Ronda Rousey. I'm fucking... Exactly. I miss movie star. Fucking... It's funny because saying that I was watching Expend- Expendables three uh, yesterday. I watched it the other day. Yeah, and it's like you look at her and you're like, yeah, no, you know, I'm not gonna lie, Ronda Rousey, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's good. She really girl. is, and you know what? Like, she does have a like a real bubbly kind of personality and stuff. She can be really great, but then you watch her on that season, the Ultimate Fight, and it's like, that's right, you were a fucking bitch to Misha Tate. I remember that, but... Um, Kat Sagano, blue head and knee. First thing you do is start crying to Dana. Oh, why is she doing... What is she doing here? Oh, I thought I got. I was getting replaced. No, you just fucking... Oh, God. I I'm just... Know. Yeah. I... I don't know. Uh, so... Yeah. We don't think McGregor's retired. Well, I don't. I don't think he is. No way. Why, why would you retire at that age when you got so many... So many years that you could fight... Exactly. Unless he shows up in NXT next week. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. If that happened, I'd laugh. I wouldn't know what to think if that no. happened. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'm curious to see what happens in the next couple, uh, couple months of UFC. Even even just in general, leading up to UFC 200. Yeah. What other fights are they going to add? Well, I mean, we got the John Jones fight coming up soon. That's this, That's this Sunday, isn't it? It is. Yeah, um, 
There's that one. And Sorry, then, uh, Owen, just uh, good mate Digital Beat just sent me a message. <laughs> Bloody Disca- Facebook. Discussing China. No, I mean, it brings up a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, like the, the MMA conversation is interesting, but just the whole China being dead thing has just kind of taken over the last half of this podcast. Really. It really has. It's just something unexpected, and he brings up a good point. Like, they should do a tribute to it on Raw, but they won't. And the sad thing is, like, Blackjack Mulligan didn't get a fucking tribute. That's pathetic. They didn't even mention him. No. That's pathetic. Blackjack Mulligan is a very big part of WWE history. He's a fucking Hall of Famer. Exactly. He's, he's, a, he's one of the last... You know, golden age heels. Exactly. You know? Oh. But, um, okay, so to wrap it up, I don't think McGregor's retiring. No. Uh, if he's not fighting UFC 200, then the main event is going to be Jose Aldo and Frankie Edgar for the vacant featherweight title. Alright. I just, I don't see Dana White keeping the title and he'll strip him of it. Yeah. And then who knows, maybe McGregor comes back and he fights it yeah, another weight. Who knows? We don't know. Maybe maybe it's all bullshit. Maybe it's just a way of hyping up UFC 200. Yeah, true. I mean, they've been using a few WWE tactics lately. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. That's right. All right, so let's go, let's go over. So we had the St. Francis situation. Which we've covered pretty well. Yep. Uh, we discussed a bunch of egos. We've gone into a lot of detail about that. We've gone quite far into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> oh, Jesus, I've got a bit of a cough. Um... We discussed China dying. That was just yeah. That is a breaking big shock. fucking news. That was straight away. Even during the recording of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we we stopped for a bit so I can load up the Rob Zombie song, which we're going to listen to at that point. And then nope, we check Facebook as you do. China dead at forty five. Wow. Just I thought it was a troll at yeah. first, and then I read it. I was like, what the fuck? No, it's legit. No, just uh, and then I, I showed you the Rob Zombie song. Yep. Your thoughts? I like it. It's I'm, good. I'm a Rob Zombie fan. You know that. Very good. I remember seeing him at Soundwave. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, the whole UFC situation lately. Just, I'm uh, sorry. UFC just really gone downhill for me lately. We've forgotten something. Oh no. We've forgotten about Adam Rose and Connor. Oh yes, the one not talking about wrestling. We just got to talk <laughs> about this quickly before uh, we Adam go. Adam Rose and Connor have been suspended for sixty days for breaking the wellness policy of the WWE. Yeah. Which I, means I will yeah. caught with some kind of substance. Apparently, Adam uh, Rose, Adam Rose yeah. uh, pleaded his case with his doctor and said, you know, what we were taking were within the bounds of uh, what we can and can't take to help recover from an injury. Yeah. But, no. WWE for you. Yeah. But, yeah, we haven't heard anything from Connor either. No. But we've heard Victor is apparently the next... Well, uh, Victor's name on the social aircast. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's sad. So, you know, is Adam Rose pretty much being let go? Maybe. It's a sad situation because you look at um, his family and the unfortunate thing is he has a child that's, you know, fed through a fucking tube through his stomach. It's unbelievable. It is. But, yeah, that's that's the situation with that. And he's not home with his kids enough sort of thing. He's out on the road earning money for his family. Well, he will be now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess it's sort of a blessing and it sort of isn't. Exactly. Actually, speaking of stuff like that, let's talk about the hottest new show that we're probably both not going to watch. Oh. Channel E's newest show, Total Bellas. Total Bellas. And Fuck it's I, I saw the trailer and it's like, this just looks like, like wasn't Total Divas about the Bella Twins anyway? <laughs> 
Maybe they've just renamed it. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just so they're just kind of like they're just showing you the Bell Twins, and it's a lot more Daniel now that he's retired. And uh, yeah, John John's taking a lot of time off. Yeah, and yeah, then he's Ace like John John Laurinaitis is in the fucking show because he's married to the mother. It's unbelievable. I don't know, but it's just I look at uh, the Bella Twins and they're just Kardashian wannabes sort of thing, and we look at the Kardashians and we just would hope ISIS would get their hands on them. See, even talking about them just made me tired and yawn. <laughs> yeah, that's how boring they are. Yeah, but <laughs> like I said, the fact, like I said earlier, the fact that you know. Uh, Kylie Jenner made the fucking news because she was wearing you know, different coloured wigs at Coachella. It's fucked. That's... The other thing, too, someone's been pointing out a lot lately is um, why the fuck is everyone buying her lip stuff when not even a year ago she didn't have lips? <laughs> Botox. Yep. That's oh, what happens when you have money. Yep. But, yeah, we, we've come to the end of the podcast. Yes, yeah, so this is again episode five. We, we did all right. We keep going. We're going to keep going with this shit. Exactly. So this is not going to end. <laughs> Hopefully, next one we have a guest. If not, be a couple after that, hopefully. Oh, we, we've got some people lined up, don't you worry? We do. we got some people lined up. And uh, let's talk about some shows coming up. Uh, this Sunday, the 24th of April, is the uh, premiere of The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page will be down here for it. Bang! Bang! And yes, I'll, uh, I would love to talk about DD, to DDP about uh, what can I do in terms of yoga with the torn ACL. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we'll definitely be talk- seeing DDP then. We're yep. going to be watching that movie and probably in tears. But yeah, no. I'll, I'll cry. Uh, <laughs> April 29th, Ashwood. Performing Arts Centre. Ashwood Performing Arts Centre. OCW Funhouse. Mad Dog McRae defends his OCW Heavyweight Championship against Mr. <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> I was going to say Ke- Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get sued. <laughs> so that, that'll be a good one. And then uh, April 30th, a MCW Warren Brawl, which we are going, or I'm going to. I've you got busy a and Owen taking photos. I've got a get, family, uh, yep. family commitment. I'm still trying to find someone to take me because I, I can drive, but I can't really. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, you got to let me know how that show goes, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, and then May 3rd, my operation. <laughs> yep. If you want to come down to St. John of God Barrick and come say hello. <laughs> I'm only going to be in for the day, so thank God. Yeah. I You're guess I guess next show I can kind of talk about how um, that went. Yeah. About the whole situation because I've seen I've seen how the operation goes and mm. it looks a bit. Ee. We also got to um, talk about House of Hardcore too. Yes, House of Hardcore came up in a couple of months, <coughs> but we'll talk about that I guess as uh, people are released. Yeah, not release just like who's been who's coming to the show. They've left they've left us sorry, they've left us with blue balls. Yes. They've got nine people coming down and they've left Yeah. Left us with blue balls with that latest image that they showed. They have. Okay, so you wanna plug your stuff first? Yes, thank you very much for listening to the DNT podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at the DNT Podcast. You can also look at us on Instagram by the same name. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter we have a new website as well. It's temporary. Yeah, it's a link in the Facebook. Yeah, we have it on Facebook. We have a SoundCloud, which has nothing in it yet, but there yeah. will be some stuff eventually. Uh, archive.org is which we're, where we'll be hosting these podcasts. Keep there, on listening there. We have our YouTube, which has a little bit of content. Yes, then we'll have the DNT report once we get to... <coughs> Actually, uh, we might as well tell people, the DNT report... I oh, know. Sorry, we were going to cover Stop the Mosque first, and then we were going to do the St. Francis thing, but we did the St. Francis thing here. Yeah, 
So we'll talk about the Stop and Moss thing another time. Yeah, I reckon next episode we can give our thoughts on it. It's not a fresh situation, but it's still good to give our thoughts out on it. It's ongoing. Especially because it's, you know, the St. Francis thing was a school we went to and then Stop the Moss thing is just down the road from where we both live. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's ongoing. So, thank you very much. I've been Gavin. I've been Jesse. And peace the fuck out.